Hey, what is going on, guys? DK. Back at you with another video here for a final look at the week six NFL main slate. Before we get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. I'll have a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on Patreon.com. A few different packages, NBA package, NFL package, and eSports package. And I do want to thank the sponsor of today's video, Prize Picks. If you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, a couple different ways you can play for NFL. First way is taking over under on fancy points. And the second way is taking over under on like passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, um, receptions, passing touchdowns, a lot of different ways. You can also mix and match sports, too. They have every single sport you can think of. So if you guys want to try it out, it's time to use my code, DKDFS. That's DKDFS, all one word. You'll get 100% match up to a hundred dollars all right guys so uh, before we get into players and the prices for the week six main slate let's look back at my line my two lineups here in gpps from week five and man both cash and tournaments but it could have been a much much bigger week for me so first lineup i had daniel jones again cast easily in gpps and he got injured early in the games so that was so so tilting if he has an average game maybe 15 to 20 fancy points it's probably a 10x, 10, 10 plus X for tournaments. So super tilting. He got injured. Nothing you can do about that, though. So, yeah, Henry and Madison are two running backs to use in both my lineups. They were pretty clear plays, especially Alexander Madison at that price. Uh, Tony was a guy I was all over for value. I was a little bit surprised he came in at such low ownership. Um, I used Devonta Adams, Tyler Boyd as a secondary stack here. Um, again, I used kind of a full game stack with Jones, Ingram, uh, Tony with a bring back of CeeDee Lamb in this one. So that was my first lineup, cash easily, even with the injury. Second one, well, you had the Kyler Murray uh, decides to do a no-look pass when DeAndre Hopkins wide open. So uh, should have had another touchdown there. So this should have won a lot more in this one, too. So that was very frustrating. But, yeah, um, once again, I used a Kyler uh, Murray-DeAndre Hopkins stack. I brought it back with Ross Dwelly. Again, two running backs I used and Tony in both lineups. Chenault, that, that game was just so frustrating. They're like... Well, Jacksonville was throwing to everyone besides their top two wide receivers. That was so, so tilting. But, yeah, you see Lamb here as well. So um, that was it for both uh, my tournament lineups, both cash. So hoping to keep it going for this week. Again, taking a look at the Vegas totals, uh, not a lot that are super high. Um, a couple in the 50s. Again, Kansas City and Washington's a 54. Uh, Chargers and, and Ravens is 51 and a half. Um, Cowboys and Patriots just hit over 50. Uh, but yeah, no super, super high total games. All right, guys, so let's start off with quarterback. And at the top, Mahomes, 8.3K. As I always say with Kansas City, the stack's going to go under-owned. Now, it's a little bit easier to get to this stack because there's a lot of cheap running back plays. Um, but, yeah, I like Patrick Mahomes a lot in GBPs. Probably not a cash game for me, cash game play for me. Now, Kyler Murray, a uh, high total game. I like him once again. He's got a little bit unlucky here with touchdown variance in, in recent weeks. Um, I think this is a game he could explode. So, I like him a good amount there for, again, for GBPs. Does have some rushing upside. Lamar Jackson's probably going to be one of the more popular plays on the week. Again, rushing upside plus great game environment should be a high total game. I think he's one of the safest plays, is underpriced. Probably going to be a cash game play for sure. Um, Herbert on the opposite, opposite side of the ball, I do you think it makes for a good pivot off Lamar Jackson? Again, I think Lamar's going to get a ton of ownership. So, um, you know, you could just go the other side of the ball with Herbert, who I think has similar upside, but probably a lower floor. Scrolling down a little bit more, I think Joe Burrow's a pretty solid play. The Cincinnati-Detroit game, I think, is a sneaky game that could shoot out. Neither defense is great. Um, Burrow has three guys you can stack him with. So um, I think he makes a pretty solid play there in the mid-range. 
Uh, Heineke, I think, will get some ownership uh, because it should be good game script, right? They're going to be playing from behind almost most uh, most likely. Um, he's not the best quarterback, but he doesn't need to be great in a game like this, so he's probably going to have to throw 40 times. So I think he makes a relatively safe, uh, cheaper option. And then once again, I like Daniel Jones. A uh, high total game. I think, uh, you know, if he can stay healthy, he's got a relatively high floor because of his rushing upside. So uh, those are probably the two cheap guys to look to for quarterback. Moving on to running back. So we have like everyone either out or questionable for running back. So McCaffrey out, Nick Chubb out. Again, we'll get to a couple plays there. Austin Eckler at 7 9, I think, is a very safe spend up. Very involved in the passing game, getting more of rushing work as well. High total game, very, very safe spend up. Dalvin Cook at 7 7. The only issue here is uh, he returned in week four and got a kind of a limited uh, workload. So is there a chance he gets a limited workload here with Alexander Madison playing really well? I think there, there is a chance. So um, Dalvin Cook, I would put more of a GPP only play for me. Again, Nick Chubb out. We'll talk about Kareem Hunt here in a sec. Zeke Elliott's questionable. I fully expect him to play. Saquon also out. We'll get to that. Jonathan Taylor at 6'6", I think is a solid play. I do think he'll be a little bit over-owned because of last game. The issue here is Naheem Hines is still going to get snaps. And same with Marlon Mack. So he is not a true workhorse back, but this is, should be a really good game script. They should be playing from ahead in this game. So um, I think Taylor has a lot of upside here. Gibson expect him to play as well as Joe Mixon. Uh, now, Joe Mixon, they said uh, uh, Shimaji Perrine won't be activated, and they, they expect uh, Joe Mixon to get a normal workload here. And normal workload for him is like playing the entire game and being very involved in the pass game as well in a game that should be playing from ahead. So if they are telling the truth, I think Joe Mixon makes for a very safe play in the mid-range uh, DeAndre Swift is firmly in play because his pass catching upside. They're getting like getting him very much involved. The snaps are going up to six, six, seven, five targets the last four weeks. That's really solid for a guy in this range. Now, Kareem Hunt, keep an eye on that. He is also questionable. Expect him to play though. Um, and if he does, I think he makes for a pretty safe play. Obviously involved in the pass game, a high total game, probably does get some more carries as well. So would like Kareem Hunt there a good amount in the mid-range. I think Henderson is super safe, gonna be one of the more popular plays on the board. But assuming we get similar workload when he's been healthy the first four games, he makes for a very safe play. Because when he's been healthy, he's basically out there the entire game. And he is involved in the pass game too. So I like Henderson a lot at that price. Chuba Hubbard at 5'9", even goes a little bit overlooked, but he had 24 carries last game and five catches and six targets. So there's a lot of solid running back plays. I think Chuba goes a little bit overlooked. I don't mind him for tournaments. It's going down a little bit more. Uh, Damian Williams, he's also out. So we'll get to Chicago there for value. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he's out again. There's going to be a lot of value plays here at running back. We'll start with one of them in Devontae Booker, who basically played the entire game once Saquon Barkley went out. Now, Matchup against the Rams, not necessarily the best, but at this price point, it doesn't really matter if he's going to be out there the entire game. Again, he's not the most talented running back, but he's going to be involved in the pass game. He's probably going to get somewhere around 15 to 20 touches. I think he makes for a pretty safe value at that price. Scrolling down a little bit more, Melvin Gordon, also questionable. Would assume he plays, but we'll keep an eye on that. If he's not, then Javante Williams, I think, makes for a really solid play at only 5K. Ricky running back, who I think is very, very talented. Um, Darrell Williams, I think is going to be one of the more popular plays in the slate, but for good reason. No Clyde or Solaire. You would assume, you would assume he is going to be the lead back, but you just don't know with Andy Reid. I feel like it could be McKinney. You never know. More often than not, it's probably Darrell Williams, but Andy Reid seems to troll us a lot, us DFS players. So would I be super surprised if Jarek McKinnon gets, you know, majority of the touches? No, I wouldn't. 
Um, again, I think more often than not, it's going to be Darrell Williams, and he's really cheap. And if he does, if he gets the Clyde Edwards-Solaire role and he plays like 70% of the snaps, he makes for one of the best values at that price point. A couple other guys to talk about here. Uh, J.D. McKissick, 4.8K. Now, he is game flow dependent. So if Washington somehow gets off to an early lead here, he's not going to be as valuable. But they're most likely going to be playing from behind. And if they are, it's going to be a lot of J.D. McKissick and passing on rolls. I think he makes for a good GBP play. And then, yeah, Khalil Herbert at 4-6 is going to be the lead back for the Bears. So um, lead back, solid matchup, should be involved in the pass game. I think he makes for a pretty safe value there at 4-6. So, yeah, actually a lot, a lot of value in play at running back this week with so many guys banged up. Right, let's move on to wide receivers. So at the top, Devonta Adams, 9K. If you have the salary, very safe. Probably going to get around double-digit targets. Has, you know, really big upside like we saw last game. The only issue is, again, I think the ownership will be inflated after last game. But can't go wrong with Devonta. Now, keep an eye on Tyreek Hill's status. He is questionable. If he can't go, that's going to open up a lot of value here for Kansas City, right? McCole Hardman, Pringle, Robinson, um, those guys will all get a boost. So monitor that one uh, with Tyreek Hill. If he does play, he makes for a good tournament play. Also, another guy listed as questionable, Mike Williams. Now, he didn't practice Wednesday and Thursday. So, you know, wasn't spotted at Friday either. I think that's a, that's a sign that he probably doesn't play. And if he doesn't, that's going to make uh, Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler even safer options. Um, but, yeah, Mike Williams, again, keep an eye on that one for sure. Scrolling down a little bit more, I think Cooper Cup. Makes for a very safe play. Again, targets. Going to get 10 targets a week. Good matchup here. Um, can't go wrong with Cooper Cup. The price did come down a little bit. De- DeAndre Hopkins, while well, I played in the last three weeks, it didn't really work out until last week. And again, he should have had another touchdown there. Um, so I think Ho- Hopkins makes for a good tournament play. Probably not a cash game play. Let's see. Now we're getting to some cheaper plays. And I, I got to start with Keenan Allen at only 6.4K. Whether Mike Williams plays or not, he's one of the safest plays on the board at this price point with the amount of targets he's playing with, uh, you know, the upside this offense brings. Uh, yeah, I really, really like Keenan Allen. Robert Woods mentioned him. That I was like, hey, we're not going to continue. We're going to get a breakout game from Robert Woods soon. And sure enough, it was against Seattle. 12 catches on 14 targets. Um, he's still about $2,000 cheaper than Cooper Cup. So I think once again, he makes for a pretty safe play. Hollywood Brown at 5.9K does seem a little bit too cheap. Um, the, the upside is enormous on him. The floor may be a little bit lower than a guy like Keenan Allen on the opposite side of this game. But, yeah, this is a game you could definitely stack up. Some some pretty underpriced guys, in my opinion. Adam Thielen at only 5.8K. I, I know, you know he had a bad game last game, but this is a pretty cheap price for Thielen, right? He started off 7K. Now he's only 5'8". So this is, I don't mind trying to buy low on him. I think Justin Jefferson has established himself as a clear number one wide receiver. But Thielen still has some left in the tank. And that seems like a pretty cheap price point for him. All right, let's get to these Giants guys. So Tony and Sterling Shepard both expected to play in this game 5K and 5.6K respectively. This is a game they should be playing from behind. It should be a relatively high total game. So I like both Giants receivers here. Tony flashed the upside as you saw last game. But again, Shepard should be in. So, um, you know, Tony maybe doesn't get 10 plus targets. Maybe the targets are down a little bit. But yeah, I like both Giants wide receivers at 5, 6, and 5K respectively. Again, when Sterling Shepard was healthy, he was super safe. The first two games, seven catches on nine targets, nine catches on 10 targets. Um, Giants, again, deep, bad defense. So more, than, more often than not, they're going to be playing behind. So I like both the Giants receivers there. 
I think T. Higgins is going to be a pretty popular play at only 5.3K, but good amount of targets, good matchup. I think he makes her a pretty safe play. Let's see, scrolling down a little bit more to some cheaper options. Uh, Robbie Anderson, people continue to try to buy low on him, and it hasn't worked. I'll continue to mention it because I still think he has some upside, and that looks like a really cheap price, only 4.8K and a good matchup. But, yeah, we haven't seen it yet from him. Um, I do think he's going to have a breakout game soon. Will it be tomorrow? Not sure. Let's see. Um, again, McCole Hardman. So let's go to Kansas City really quick. Uh, wait. Are they in the, hold on. Where is... Oh, first game. Okay, so, yeah, Tyreek Hill's out. You know, Hardman, Robinson, Pringle. Can you make the argument for Josh Gordon too? Sure. Like, there would be a lot of targets to go around there. So, definitely some value there with Kansas City if Tyreek Hill's out. Probably the safest would be Hardman. <clears throat> All right, so scrolling down a little bit more to some cheaper options. Not a ton that you're going to feel great about, kind of sub 4K. Let's see here. Let's go to let's let's go to Baltimore again. If um, so, Sammy Watkins is out. It's going to be interesting to see how they work uh, working these other wide receivers. Bateman was activated. Um, now, how much work does he get? Right, that's that's a question mark. So. You would think Duvernay probably steps into that number two role at only 3.4K. I think he makes for an interesting value. Um, could you roll the dice on a guy like James Prochet? Sure. But again, what's going to happen with, with Bateman? How much work is he going to get? And then the opposite side for the Chargers, if Mike Williams is out, I think Guyton makes her a pretty solid play at only 3.4. He's been playing a good amount of snaps, but hasn't really got a ton of targets. But you know, with Mike Williams out of the offense, if he doesn't play, you would think Guyton uh, should get more opportunities there at only 3.4K. So those two... I think a viable plays sub 4K and some depending on injuries. But other than that, not a ton you're going to feel amazing about. Like KJ Osborne at 3.5 is fine. Slot receiver for Minnesota. Um, hasn't had a big game recently, a few weeks. But we saw a couple big games from him early in the year. Um, yeah, I mentioned those other Chiefs wide receivers kind of depending on uh, Tyreek Hill. And finally, tight end. So Travis Kelsey at 7K, I think he's going to be you know very, very popular, especially if Tyreek Hill's out. Super safe play. You're getting him at a discount. He was 8K for most of the year. And for some reason, now he's down to 7K in a high total game. So Kelsey makes for a very, very safe play. Mark Andrews at 5'2", also think we'll get some ownership, especially after that last big game of 44 fancy points. Now again, high total game. This could definitely shoot out. So Andrews firmly in play for me at that price point. Uh, Dalton Schultz has definitely established himself as the number one tight end here for the Cowboys. So the price is up, and I don't love the matchup there. Let's see. Scrolling down a little bit more, I think Evan Ingram's fine, two at three, four. You know, Sterling Shepard is back, but again, the Giants are going to be playing behind almost every single week, and he's relatively cheap for a guy that, you know, uh, is going to get some red zone looks. Cheap options. I think Ricky Seals-Jones is going to be very popular. But without Logan Thomas, he was out there basically the entire game. And then five catches and nine targets, again, should be good game script here for Washington. So Ricky Seals-Jones, I think, probably makes for the safest, like, cheap target. They said they want to give Donald Parr more involved here for the Chargers. He's only 2-9. I would say he's more of a GPP-only play for me. But, yeah, I think that is really it for uh, the breakdown guys. So if you guys have been enjoying the video or been enjoying the content so far, make sure to leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so you don't upload videos and go live. I will be doing a live stream uh, tomorrow morning to answer any questions you guys have. So make sure to check that one out. We'll go over injury news as well. Thanks again, guys. 
Have a great day and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.